Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome in. Follow the money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans sitting in today. Paulie is out for the week. Jonathan Von Tobo, VSIN's very own NBA senior analyst, coming up in five minutes. We'll talk about game one. Uh, Bucks and Suns tonight in Phoenix, and also series prices, some player props as well. Uh, Middleton's player prop is 26.5 points here. They opened up Devin Booker 25.5. He's up two points already to 27.5. For the game tonight. That's here at Circa. I, I actually agree with that move. I think Booker's going to have a big game, and uh, I would have played him over 25 and a half as well. Yeah, I thought that yeah, there's probably a little bit light, obviously, the move with the number. Chris Paul is also up a full point from 18 and a half to 19 and a half, but they've, uh, you know, good job here at Circa. Plenty of other books uh, in this state and also across the country offering bets, MVPs, index props, whatever on the entire thing. Um, I just, I mean, David Thorpe was on the show yesterday and he said that with Giannis, I mean, he likes, he would have liked the Bucks in six games without him. He says sons like in five. Boy, that's, is that a little too aggressive? You think that's a dramatic difference in a prediction, but he's saying without Giannis for the entire series. Yeah. Yes. If Giannis does not, if he's incapable of playing for the series, he would like the sons in five. I think he's going to be so. I wouldn't go that deep into the conversation because I think he's going to be making an appearance early in this series. I would say game two, no later than game three. And then probably at around whatever, the guess would be 75, 80%? Yeah, 75 or 80%. Number. But again, 
he he's still going to be a, a major threat at seventy five percent, and he makes the Bucks that much more difficult to defend. So, uh, yeah, I like this. I I would say right now, if you ask me to call it, I would bet on the index prop. I would bet Suns and six. But you know, that's assuming that the freak is going to come back by game two or game three. If if he happened to come back and play game one and play the entire series, I might look at it a little bit differently too. But still, I don't think he's going to play game one. And even if he does, he's not going to be, like you say, I don't even think he'd be 75% for game one. I, I don't, I, I don't believe he's going to play. And that's why. And we also had some numbers, Mitch. We talked about this early in the show. Can we go back and look at yeah. those numbers? On the Bucks in game one of a series and how they have underachieved. They are 1-6 ATS, their last seven game ones. And they lost, here's the key, they lost against the number by 90 combined points in those six games. That's incredible. That's from James Alberino at Spread Investor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is, an, that is a massive number. And also, we have a trend on uh, favorites. They're game, 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 one, one, home, game one home yeah. teams, 15-1 straight up, 14-2 ATS. <laughs> so you got two back. really strong trends. Uh, right there, the line up and say, "Hey, bet the Suns in Game One." Yeah, well, yeah. based on those, or those numbers, the Bucks in Game One. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I'm after like the top four guys who are going to score for the Bucks. I'm now concerned about their bench. I'm not so sure what they can get from the guys like Connaughton off the bench. Jeff Teague's going to have to get minutes now. Yeah. What's that? What's that going to look like? Uh, how is Jonathan Von Tobel betting the series, which starts tonight? We'll ask him about that coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Montreal Canadiens remain alive with an overtime win over the Tampa Bay Lightning in Game 4 of the NHL Stanley Cup Final. Lightning can close out the series with a win in Game 5 at home Wednesday. They're a $2.20 home ice favorite, 5 over the total. Giannis Adetokounmpo doubtful for Game 1 of the NBA Finals today. The Bucks are a 6-point dog at Phoenix, 217 the total. Baseball today, the Houston Astros, another 50 home favorite against the Oakland A's. Rambert Valdez pitching for the Astros, 5-1, 2.180 RA. The Astros have won four straight. Chris Bassett for the A's, 9-2, a 3.04 ERA. These 10 breaks down all the betting angles for UFC 264 from Las Vegas, from the prelims to the main event featuring Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. Get chart betting analysis from the industry's top UFC handicappers, including analytical insight on every fighter and prop available on the card. vcin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. We have a new feature on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all of the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Com. So, game one tonight, NBA Finals, Bucks, Suns. I like it. I feel like it's, uh, I wish we could do this every year with the sports calendar where we have the NHL push back to now, NBA push back to right now, 
And then once these are over with, you're just going to like have a couple of sleeps and, oh my God, we have preseason football now all of a sudden. <laughs> it's great. I do, like, I do like this setup where the NBA Finals go into July. I'm not sure the players love it. And uh, uh, I don't think we're going to see it in the future. But the best number on uh, tonight's game, if you like the favorite, right now at Circus Sports, Suns minus five and a half. Yep. Our very own, VEASAN's very own NBA senior analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, joins the show now. Good morning, JVT. What's shaking? Nothing much, guys. Uh, I would agree, too, by the way. You know, these two regular season games were a lot of fun. One went to overtime. They were both high scoring, 249 points, 232 points regulation. So this should be a fun series, even if Giannis doesn't play. Oh, fun with or without him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, because I, I think on the surface, you know, both of these teams do something offensively that will bother the other defensively, right? So that'll lead to some higher scoring affairs. That's what people want to see, right? They want to see offense. They want to see 110 to 115 and all those sort of games. And I, I think you have a really good chance of getting games like this throughout this series. I mean, think about it on the surface, right? Uh, you look at Phoenix. You have two elite mid-range scorers to exploit a drop coverage that the Milwaukee Bucks will use frequently. And on the other end, even without Giannis, Mitch, when I was on with you last week, we talked about this, right? The effort of Milwaukee in the last two games of the Eastern Conference Finals to attack the paint and shoot efficiently within, you know, the restricted area, and they did that. If they can do that, they can exploit Phoenix a little bit. Phoenix in the postseason has a great rim defense at 60.7% allowed to opponents, but in the regular season, they were 24th in that metric uh, among all 30 NBA teams, and Giannis and the Bucks destroyed them at the rim in the two games they played in the regular season. So, you know, you, you could see this being kind of a high-scoring affair, so and that sounds like fun. All right, so how does it change the handicap without Giannis if he doesn't play in game one? We don't think he is. So the Freak, in uh, two games against the Suns this season, 40 points per game, 60% from the field. Uh, You take him out, how does that change the way you look at the the way the game is going to be played and the total, which, by the way, the total up to 219.5 at Circa. Yeah, so humans, this was the only angle I was comfortable betting, regardless of Giannis' status. Uh, I bet this over two seventeen a couple of days ago, and you know now we're at where we're at right now. And, and Mitch, you know, we talked about this angle uh, mm-hmm. when I was on with you last week, and I wrote about this humans on the website. I I think there's a very strong argument to be made that totals. And I talked to ER about this yesterday. My guys in the desert too, by the way, he agreed. Uh, Giannis isn't worth much to the total, if anything. And if he is worth something, I make the argument, humans, that you should increase the total when Giannis is not on the floor. It's because he's worth so much defensively. For those who haven't heard them, to walk you through the numbers really quickly, Giannis, when he is on the court, a defensive rating of 109, but when he's off the court, gets to 116.7. When you put Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton into the mix, that goes up to 118.8. It's insane how much worse their defense gets when Giannis is not on the floor. So that opens up everything, right, for the Phoenix Suns. It allows you, a team that doesn't really attack the rim that much, to have more uh, to have more within four feet of the basket. It allows you still to exploit that drop coverage we were talking about in that soft mid-range area of the floor, and you can kick it out to shooters like Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder, and you can exploit a, a perimeter defense, a rank 29th in the NBA. And on the flip side, I think the worry is if you're Milwaukee, right, is that consistent rim pressure that I'm talking about. Where is that coming from? Because of the two games against Atlanta, they did it right at the end of the Eastern Conference Finals. But I heard you guys talking. The, the worry, I guess, would be is that your roster limitations. Because if you look at the guys who played in the last two games of the Eastern Conference Finals for these two teams, who registered, I should put it that way, more than 10 minutes, there's only two guys who took over 35% of their attempts within four feet of the basket in the regular season. It was Drew Holiday and it was Jeff Teague. So, like, the, the dribble penetration in terms of your backcourt is going to be a problem. But you still have Chris Middleton. You still have 
Drew Holiday who can facilitate. And, of course, with those two on the floor without Giannis, offensive rating of 119. And what was the offensive rating over the last two games against Atlanta? Right about 118-119. So this is still an offense that operates at a really high level, Eubens. So all that being said, you can still exploit the weaknesses of each other. And that's why I felt comfortable at least betting it over 217. Because Giannis shouldn't be worth much, if anything, to a total, especially from a decreasing its standpoint. I think that's where you're at right now. Okay, so what do you make of the game one number and the money line compared to the overall series price? Again, we'll use the circuit numbers, for example, here. Five and a half is the lowest number, I think, anywhere in the game. But they're 240 on the money line. That's a common number. And for the series price, now again, they opened up at buck fifty, mm-hmm. shot up to a buck seventy-five and a buck eighty. Now it's a dollar ninety. So what do you make about the differences there? So my, I think the dollar ninety seems relative. It seems pretty high for Phoenix on, on the series price, right? And the two forty for the money line game one is understandable. It looks like we're not going to get Giannis, but I, you know, I was talking about this yesterday. I think we're getting Giannis at the very least in game two, right? He made the trip. Mm. Uh, the, if there were rumors, right, that he was probably going to be available for the Eastern Conference Finals game seven, if there was going to be one, right? Another star rushing back from injury, as we've seen multiple times throughout this postseason. And so just given the fact that he is doubtful for this game and not getting ruled out entirely, right, just the fact that he has been listed as doubtful leads you to believe that there is some room for him to come back relatively soon. And so that gives you pause, right, if you're Phoenix, because humans mentioned it. I mean, look, the guy averaged 40 points per game again. Against him. He dropped 47, and I'm sorry, but he ate DeAndre Ayton's lunch. Like, we can talk about how improved DeAndre Ayton is. Ayton had no answer for him. And then just think about the front court depth outside of DeAndre Ayton if you're the Phoenix Suns. Who's picking him up? Jay Crowder? Right? Like Dario Saric? There is no real option for Giannis. So the, the problem with the $1.90 to me is that the implied probability is way too high for a team that doesn't have home court, keep in mind, and could get their star back in game two or game three, because then you're still, you know, you're still playing with house money, right? You haven't lost any home games. The series can still play out the way you want it to. If you, you know, hold serve at home, if Giannis comes back in game two and he's more healthy by game three. So the dollar 90 turned me off a little bit. And, you know, forever, like see the screen too, if it's up to like $2, if you know Giannis is coming back at some point, it's either worth playing Giannis in like an MVP market or taking a little on the Bucks, but that, that price is really high given the unknown status of Giannis and the fact they had no answers for him at the regular season. Okay, so I'm guessing that you've looked at you know several books, searching numbers for the MVP, for player props for tonight, maybe for the series. Do you have you have something here on Mikel Bridges tonight for a prop that you like? Yeah, so I think this is going to be an angle I'm going to try to play uh, consistently, unless it just blows up in my face tonight. Uh, but Mikhail Bridges over uh, on the made three-point shots, Mitch. Uh, it's, you know, I bet it two days ago uh, over at Circa. It was one and a half shaded to the over, like minus 115, minus 120. If you go to the games in the regular season in which these two teams played, uh, Mikhail Bridges was absolutely fantastic. He was 14 of 18 from the field, but he was 8 of 10 from beyond the arc. And it kind of fits with this matchup, right? Chris Paul and Devin Booker are going to get a load of the offensive action, especially in that drop coverage, which they're able to exploit. But that drop coverage, as we know, leads to kick out to open shooters. The, the Bucks actually had the second highest rate of wide open three-point shooters allowed in the regular season. That's going to be gravy for guys like Jake Howder and, and Mikhail Bridges. But Mikhail Bridges specifically, I think, is going to have a really, really big contest and just a really big series overall. So I'm planning on playing Mikhail Bridges over made, uh, one and a half made three-point shots as the series goes along until there's some sort of an adjustment. Because what you saw in the two games, he was left open quite a bit, and he hit all of those shots. And I think that this is setting up for him until the market adjusts off to of something like that, or unless I you know, go in the hole. Um, I, I think it's going to yeah. be a pretty big series for him. About three-point shooting, how big of a factor is that going to be? We looked at the, uh, the props 
for made three pointers in tonight's game. Do you think uh, the Suns are going to launch from three? The Bucks are going to allow open three point looks, or how's that going to play out? So I, there's a good chance, and that's why I think it's going to be higher scoring too, Eubanks, because for those who don't know, the Bucks have actually been abhorrent with their three-point shooting in the postseason. Right. They're only shooting like 32 point, like 32%. But I wrote about this in the series preview of the website, vcin.com. You know, the Suns have been getting Knicks-like luck from beyond the arc in the postseason, guys. If you're looking away at the tracking data for the NBA, Phoenix has allowed wide-open three-pointers, wide-open, which means you know, a defender six feet or more away from the shooter. 18% of opponent attempts are wide-open. Um, and those looks are only going down at a 35.4% the rate. That's really low. That's Knicks-like luck right there. On open three-point attempts, again, defenders from four to six feet, they've given those up at a 32.2% rate. Like Those are numbers that you would expect to regress at some point. Now, does it mean that they're going to regress over the course of a single series? Potentially, especially with a team like Milwaukee, who has shot as well as they have, especially in the regular season, right? 38.8%, sixth-best shooting team, 12th in terms of frequency, and that frequency only goes up if Giannis is not going to play. So, I would expect, yes, humans, like th- there is the recipe already for Phoenix to exploit that perimeter defense, and they did in the two games. If you go to the regular season, the Suns 32-71 uh, from beyond the arc and three-point shooting against the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Bucks should be able to hit some of those open looks against Phoenix that their opponents in the postseason have not been able to. By the way, as we're uh, running more player props on the screen, and I'm looking at apps right now, for those of you, heads up for those of you who live in uh, Colorado, Points bet and circa. Mm-hmm. Bobby Portis's point prop at, at points bet is 16 and a half. The point prop for Portis at circa is 13. Okay. I, mean, th- I mean, there's a good chance that his point prop lands at 13, 14, 15, or 16 tonight. That's, that's right in his wheelhouse. Mitch calling mm-hmm. the middle shot right there. I, I would take Thir- a shot if I live there. 13 to 16 and a half. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Portis is a guy you and I were calling to uh, play more minutes. Uh, for the Bucks, and obviously he's going to get those minutes with uh, with the freak out. What would yep. you, what would you rather play under sixteen and a half or over thirteen, JVT on Bobby Portis points? I think I'd probably go with uh, over thirteen and a half, right? Because you know, especially he. The problem is like, so he's going to get the more than likely the start because I would like to see him a lot of minutes against Sarich, right? Like that would be a really. I think beneficial matchup for the Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe they stagger his minutes a little bit more, give him some minutes against the bench units, right? To help, by the way, the loss of Giannis Antetokounmpo. But if he gets a lot of minutes matched up with Dario Saric, and Saric is an underrated defender, uh, but I do think that Saric, we saw like Boogie Cousins bothered him a little bit with some more physicality, and I think Bobby Portis could do that as well. But, you know, Bobby Portis has been really good in his minutes, especially since Giannis has been off the court, and he's much better when Giannis isn't on the floor. Uh, so I, I think that there is, if we're talking about betting either one of those two, definitely over. Over the 13 and a half as opposed to under the 16 and a half. But that's relying on Giannis not playing too, right? If yes. Giannis is going to be out there, it takes away some of the shot attempts that he's not going to have. All right. Uh, also, this prop up offshore, I think it's a bet online. Highest scoring g- game by any one team in the finals, 124 and a half. I'm going to guess you like that over that number. Yeah, there's a potential for that. So I would play that, right? You have the best of seven, so you have multiple opportunities. I mean, look, you're talking about humans. The two games, I think I know mentioned this in the regular season, the two games in which they played against one another, you had a game that finished with 232 points of regulation, that one went to overtime, and then 249. Right. These are really high-scoring and fun games, and they weren't even quite like that high pace between the two. We're talking about 100 possessions, you know, per 40 minutes. So they weren't even up and down the floor. It's just that both teams were so efficient against the opposing team's odd defense. Yeah, I could totally see that happening. So uh, years ago, I, f- I will fully admit this: when Andre Iguodala won the Finals MVP 
against the yeah. Cavaliers that one year. That kind of uh, ruined how I look at the MVP. I got to get it <laughs> out of my head because hey, like he can win it, so I could look down the board. Sure. When realistically, for so many years in the NBA, it's been like it's going to go to LeBron or it's going to go to Steph Curry or Kevin Durant, like the best player overall. Well, the Bulls won six times and Jordan won it six times. Exactly. There yeah. you go. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. But so my JVT, my eyeballs always gravitate towards bigger numbers. Who can I make a case for? Like you brought up Bridges earlier, he's 225. Is there any? Let me throw some guys at you. Any path to the MVP for Bridges, 225 to one? DeAndre Ayton is 28 to one. Can you can you see a path to? The, I could see Holiday at plus 1225 winning the MVP in this series. Could you? Yeah, I think out of all of those, if if we're talking about Giannis not playing or not playing a majority of the series and the Bucks somehow winning this series, that's when Drew Holiday is playing facilitator and and really doing a, a big job in terms of his usage rate. Like, you know, it's funny, the, the conversation has always been about Chris Middleton since Giannis has been out, but Drew Holiday has been the main ball handler. Drew Holiday was absolutely fantastic in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, showed much more of an effort, uh, had 11 attempts within the restricted area of the floor in the final two games. Right, the assists were up. I think Holiday, out of all the shots, I think I would rather take it would be him. Only because if Giannis is not going to be out there, he's his usage rate is all of a sudden up. He's their lead ball handler. He is the guy that has the load on his shoulders to facilitate the offense, and that leads to more opportunities for him. So if you still think that they can win without Giannis, to me, it's not Chris Middleton. It's Drew Holiday to take that shot mm. with. All right, plus twelve twenty-five <laughs> right now to win the MVP here. I can see that almost. Uh, okay, so that's realistic, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm looking back to 1982, and you could basically say a superstar has won the NBA Finals MVP yep. every year except for Iguodala in 2015 and maybe Chauncey Billups in 2004. Pretty much that's, it. That's it. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, and I, I think humans like I, I was talking about this. Like, if you were to tell me right now that Giannis is not going to play for the series, is Chris Paul not the odds-on favorite? Maybe not a massive favorite, but like. The legacy award, right? The, the media members aren't oh, going to no see doubt. past a lot of the stats. Like he should probably be at least minus one ten if we know that Giannis isn't going to play. Then that's agree. why he's the favorite. I'd agree with that too because that's going to be the sentimental vote. No question. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. So now that we're uh, at the end of the spot with you today, JV team, we're getting game one tonight. What is your overall finals prediction? So I mean, the the honest thing is obviously massive because it changes everything. We we saw right at the uh, at, right when the Clippers. Fell down 3-1 to the Phoenix Suns. The Westgate put up the number, and it was box minus, what, 150 in yep. that series price? Because we knew that Giannis was going to be fe- you know, going to be healthy and ready to go. But now we're at minus 190. So uh, I, in the prediction for the website, and I'm going to, my official prediction is Suns in six. I just, I don't know if Giannis is coming back fully healthy. It sounds like he's going to. But guys, we saw Mike Conley. We saw James Harden. Mm. We saw multiple guys come yep. back from injury this postseason and rush it back and they just aren't fully there and if you look at what happened to that knee you read some reports as to what the real recovery time is for something like that that's just something that is a a problem and and then the last note on that is he's not james Harden, right he's he's not able to sit there and space the floor with the shooting it's going to be a problem if he's not fully healthy so i I think it's just too much to overcome for milwaukee so i pick suns and six all right great stuff vcin.com check out jvt's uh preview of the nba finals look over his left shoulder mitch uh, that's a that, that's a picture the JVT drew of Aaron Rodgers in a Raiders uniform, number twelve. <laughs> Big fan. He's a fanboy, huh? They huh? signed it. <laughs> yeah, good. I like it. I want to see some more uh, artistic doings from you, JVT. Please uh, follow him on Twitter. He is at me, JVT. Thanks, pal. Enjoy the game tonight. Appreciate it, guys. Up next, uh, this Aaron Rodgers prop that is available in Colorado. 
right? And where the numbers stand. I mean, it's basically down to two teams. Who would you bet on? We'll talk about that coming up next. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Days for your winnings cash out instantly with Bet Rivers feature. It's called Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds, boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21 to play. Earlier on today, we had Chris Bennett on, who is a sportsbook manager here at Circa. They do a great job all year round, but he came up with the uh, Aaron Rodgers prop. It's only available in the state of Colorado. It's not available in Nevada. Gaming won't allow it here. And basically, it's where will Aaron Rodgers take his next sta- uh, snap? 
in the Packers are a dollar forty, and the Broncos opened up around seven to two in that neighborhood. Right, Packers. I think have to be odds on favorites. Yes, minus one forty because basically, uh, Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst have said we're not going to trade him. And you have guys like Michael Lombardi here at VSIN say, yeah, why would the Packers trade him? Because the Packers hold all the cards. Rodgers holds no cards. One card Rodgers did hold was he could have, on Friday, by Friday's deadline, he could have opted out of the 2021 season. Yep. That would have saved him about $18 million. Uh, He decided not to opt out, which is no surprise, because I think he still believes he can force a trade from the Packers. Let's say... You get into the middle of August, he makes it apparent that, hey, he is not going to give in and come back. And then at that point, your Packers management, Mitch, how do you not say, okay, we got to get something for this guy. He doesn't want to play here. Let's trade him. Let's get a couple of first-round picks and more. Let's make the best of a bad situation. Why would you force him to come back and play if he doesn't want to play for you? Mm -hmm. And. You drafted Jordan Love. You traded up in the first round to draft Jordan Love for a reason. You went up to get him because you thought this is going to be your quarterback of the future. Why would you push that back two or three more years when you traded up in last year's draft to get Jordan Love and be so scared to start him in 2021? I I, I think the Packers at some point are going to say, you know what, the smartest thing for us to do would be to trade Rodgers. Packers don't always do the smart thing. That's, Obviously. Yeah. So I, I think it's a two-team prop. Either lay the buck 40 with the Packers, or you say I'm going to take the Broncos at 72 odds plus 350 because if he's traded, I look at this list, I can't find one team that makes sense outside of the Broncos. Yeah, no, that's, that's, it's, that's pretty much it. I mean, betting those two teams right there, Packers or Broncos, which one is it going to be? And to your point, right, again, they drafted, like go back to the pandemic from last year. When we watched the Packers draft and make every single pick based on the future, right? That was that was a 13 win team two years ago that made the NFC title game, and they said, "No, nah, we don't need any help for this <laughs> next year because right. we think Aaron is hitting the end of the road." Right for him, they basically admitted that. Then he comes back, he gets healthy, and he has the best season out of his career. And they're like, "Okay, now we can ever." He's untradeable now. All of a sudden, so they they they've played it incorrectly the entire time. If you're going to draft. For the future in 2020, why would you not be open to trading him right now when at 37 years old you can still back up the Brinks truck in terms of a robbery? I know. He's at the tail end of his career. And, you know, motivation with Aaron Rodgers because he's such a different cat is hard to predict. So is, is he going to play at a high level for four or five more years? I don't know. But I, I tell you this, if I could trade him for two first-round picks and more right now, I would seriously consider it. So would you, I. You do, like I said, you traded up to draft Jordan Love in the first round for a reason. So you can't be afraid to make that deal. Exactly and, right. And, and trade Rodgers. And the, at the end of the previous season, you're correct. Packers management looked at it and said, hey, we got blown out by the 49ers twice, including in the playoffs. We're not that close. We're drafting for the future. Essentially, nobody in the, the 2020 draft class helped the Packers win a game last season. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. So now, I, now all of a sudden you can't touch him. Now all of a sudden he's, uh, he's untradeable. There's no, yep. no way we're going to trade him. I don't believe that. I think at some point the Packers have to reconsider and you get as much as you can for the guy if it's, if it's uh, the case that he's not going to come back. It also, here's the other thing. Rodgers might see he 
he really has no cards to play. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to sit out the season. So he'll try to spin it and say, hey, I, you know, I proved my point. I love, the, I love the fans. I love my teammates. I'm going to come back and play, which is all BS. Yes. He, it's, it's going to be because he has no other option. Uh, right, right. But he would try to spin it uh, to make himself look good when he I, returns to camp, where I, we say middle of August. It's very possible. Again, they post out win totals here at Circa. They have uh, the Packers. The out low win total is eight under plus 185. I kind of like it. If he doesn't come back, that's juicy. In pocket plays what we're betting tonight coming up next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. Time for In Pocket Plays. Recapping what we had on Friday. Uh, Red Sox minus 114 against the A's. That was a winner. They got the job done. Uh, I like the Red Sox last night. I kind of like them again tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, updated baseball plays on the show. 30, 23, and 1 on the year, plus 11.44 units. Joey Chestnut under 73.5. That was a loser at plus 150. You bet against the GOAT. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I got to tell you, like, we had this discussion yesterday on the show. If he <laughs> did it again, like, this week or whenever, like, in a month, and they put up 73.5 or 74, 74.5, whatever, 70. I'd probably like to look at the under again, but I bet he, this guy's a machine. Yeah, we had him on the show last week, and he said he felt great, and uh, he could see a record, and he hit it, 76. It. You know, I was in Hawaii on July 4th, and it's that, that contest came on so early in the morning out there. You know it's a three-hour difference from Vegas to Hawaii right now? Yeah, three hours. Uh, so I woke up, and it was over, <laughs> and I checked, yeah. I checked Twitter, and I saw a tweet from you saying, Technical difficulties. What happened? Did I win my bet or not? Yeah. Something like that. You had the under 73 and a half. And I, I couldn't find the results of the hot dog contest. Because? Yeah. Logged off. I logged back on about a half hour later, and I saw the chestnut set the record with 76. And As he's, like, making a run for the record, yeah, the coverage went out for a good two and a half minutes probably. Two and a half minutes of a 10-minute contest. Yeah, that stunk. That stunk. Because you have a 45-minute lead-up to it. <clears throat> it's all hype. Well, the pregame. It's it's the, sure. the Super Bowl of hot dog eating. You have to have a huge pregame show. Right. Which And the intros, by the way, George, uh, this one specifically for Joey Chestnut on Sunday was exceptional. The intro. The music, Shea getting into it, so good. <laughs> um, tonight, the Shambo to have a drive 450 plus yards, plus 165. Again, there is a 777 par 5, and it plays downhill. I like this bet at plus 165 now. I'm not sure I have access to the book where that prop is up. Do you? Uh, we'll see what can happen today. See what, see what you can, can happen make, today. See if you can make it happen. Yeah, I like it. If you can bet it, I like it. I like it. See, um, yes. Uh, Italy to advance today, minus 135 in the Euro 20. I agree with Nigel. Uh, I think they've been the best team in the tournament so far. And then tonight, little uh, potpourri here of bets. Suns minus two in the first quarter tonight against the Bucks. Yeah, JVT played over 217 in game one of the finals. Right now, that number up to 219 and a half here at Circa. 
Uh, Nigel Seeley on with us the first hour. He likes Italy and England to advance. You, you think Italy's the better bet? I think Italy has been, yeah, I, I think they've been superb so far in the tourney. And that's why I don't want to like chance it, though, because these matches can get a little squirrely, and you can get a, a late goal, like an extra time, and then all of a sudden they go, they go to you know PKs or whatever, and then it gets real weird. So I'd rather just take them to advance than anything else. I want to try to get down on this uh, DeChambeau prop and get some some kind of bet on the match. I do not have a bet yet. I'm going to say DeChambeau does have a drive. I'm, I think he's got a chance to hit a 470-yard drive in that downhill 777-yard par be, five. Yeah. I like that at plus money, though, especially plus 165. I'll play an underdog tonight in baseball, Chris Bassett and the Oakland A's at plus 140 against the Astros. Really good pitching matchup tonight, and I'm not crazy about betting against uh, Framber Valdez of the Astros. The lefties put up some really good numbers, but Chris Bassett for the A's, they are 13-2 in his last 15 starts. He's pitched at a Cy Young level in the last 15 games. He's got a 103 whip on the season, and in his last three starts, 20 innings pitched, three earned runs with 18 strikeouts. Uh, I'll take Bassett at plus 140 against the Astros, who I still can't believe dropped three games in a row to the Orioles. Nuts. Well, I hope you're right with this one. I hope you cash this one, and Bassett's very good because, again, I have a Cy Young bet on him at 200 to 1. 200 to 1. That's actually a really that's a good bet, man. His, look at his game log. It's really impressive. I have. I've bet on, you know? I've bet on Chris Bassett about six times this season. Yeah, you've been all, all over him for weeks now on the this first show. Two starts, the first two starts to the season were not good. After that, he's been lights out. Yep. By and, the way. Another thing we talked about, sorry. As Garrett Cole's numbers have ballooned during the uh, MLB crackdown on foreign substances, Chris Bassett's numbers have improved. Mm -hmm. They've actually gotten better. Uh, maybe that has something to do with the opponents, too. But that I, th I think when you look at the way he's pitched his consistency over 15 starts, it tells you he's not one of the guys who were cheating. Yep, yep. Go ahead. I'm a big yep. horse racing fan. I know you are, and if you are a horse racing fan like Mitch, First Bet is the place for you with uh, wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks. It's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website, all brought to you by Express Bet. Sign up using the promo code VEGAS100 today and get up to $100 and a match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. B-S-I-N.com slash horses. Again, the promo code for ExpressBet is Vegas100. Did you see the, uh, when you were gone in Hawaii, did you see the uh, Tampa mayor yes. come out and say, uh, I'd like to have them lose tonight in Game 4 so they can come back and celebrate here in Tampa in Game 5. <laughs> so Be careful what you wish for. No kidding. But... Uh, maybe, was that an angle? Was, it, was that a reason to bet on the Canadians? The Canadians last four? night? Yeah. So this is, a, Chris Tanner is a very loyal listener and viewer. We appreciate the feedback, Chris. FTM at vcin.com. He said, well, she got her wish. Game five here in Tampa. That may not happen as we are under a tropical storm oh, yeah. uh, watch slash hurricane starting today. That's right. They have that hurricane. It's like a month and a half before hurricane season in that neighborhood. Hurricanes don't typically hit Tampa. Very rare when they do. Sometimes they hit lower on the coast, mm -hmm. on the uh, west coast of Florida, but Tampa rarely gets affected by hurricane season. The bad thing is if Montreal wins Wednesday night, we go back there for game six, 
she's not the most popular person here right now. <laughs> I, I would bet. Tampa, Florida, city of champions. Lightning won it last year, trying to go back to back. The Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. How yep. Man, geez. Uh, the Rays were in the World Series. Yeah, Rays lose to the Dodgers in the World Series. Uh huh. Man, it's uh, it was either what Tampa or L.A. Like the Lakers yeah. won it. Um, the Dodgers won the World Series. I know I'm missing something here, but I think other teams in that city have had like a lot of success recently. I don't think you. I think you got it right. The Rays lost in the World Series. Yeah. Lightning yep. about to go back to back, and the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. I mean, it's the golden era of Tampa Bay sports. Let's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Johnny Avello is going to join the program from DraftKings. Uh, is the match popular tonight between these two, uh, you know, golfers along with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers? And uh, how was the handle on the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest on Sunday? We'll ask him about that coming up next. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. miss any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insight with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Iran Flatter Racing Pod, all for free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Johnny Avello joins the program now with uh, DraftKings Sportsbooks across the country. Johnny, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Mitch. Uh, good speaking to you. Maddie, good to see you again. Same here. Same here. We appreciate the time as always. So overall, we talked a lot about the hot dog contest last week. We had you on. We broke it down. We had Joey Chestnut on. We had George Shea. You discussed it as well. Was it as popular as you were hoping in terms of a betting handle or no? It was. Yeah, it did well. Um, the, the way it ended up breaking out was that the the bigger bets, the bets that were a thousand and over, were all on chestnut laying the you know the heavy juice, and um, all the smaller bets were on him, you know everybody else, the field. Um, I think he took about seventy five percent of the handle, uh, but the, uh, the all other participants took about eighty six percent of the bets. Um, and in the women's side, uh, you know Michelle Lesko. Uh, they, they bet all others. They bet the field against her. There was 75% of the handle was, was on the, uh, the field. So yeah, we did pretty good to it. Uh, we had a decent handle on it. Uh, I pretty much what we would expect. Um, and, uh, Joey was victorious again, easily. What's the biggest play you took? If, if you know, off the top of your head, do you take any, uh, like big five figure bets on the hot dog contest? Yeah. We did not, Maddie. We took, uh, there were some four figure bets, no five figure bets, no. If you had to remake the number like today, let's say they were going to eat again and again. I I don't know, like the rest, for example. Let's say they ate again this weekend or next month or whatever. Would you tick it up a little bit and say, we put 73.5 on it, the guy still goes over. Would you make it 74.5, 75 in that neighborhood or keep it around 73.5? Well, you know, it feels like Joey can break this record when he wants to by (laughs) one. So I guess next year we'll have to put up 70, will he break the record, 70, you know, 76 and a half. Um, you know, Joey seems to be able to, he's getting better. Seems like he can eat more hot dogs as the years go on. You would think he would eat less, but not, not this guy. He's a machine. Yeah, Mitch, we were doing the show last week, and we had Joey Chestnut on this show. And during that segment, I had somebody I know, who claimed to have a connection to Joey Chestnut's family and no mm-hmm. said that he's out of shape and the best bet here is under on Joey Chestnut. Eh, bad information. <laughs> yes, I would say Don't so. bet against the goat. <laughs> don't bet against the goat. I, I still don't know what the peak age for a competitive eater is, but Joey Chestnut at 37 seemed to indicate that 
he knows his body better and he can he, he's not going to slow down in the sure. next couple of years just because he's almost 40 years old. Yeah, and Johnny was telling us that he was actually getting to 80 hot dogs in practice rounds. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, that's Matt. We did take money on the under, so I guess that word spread through the industry. Uh, maybe they were maybe they were handicapping it because it was a humid day. Somebody right. sent me a text said it's a humid day, so that's going to play against him. So I guess you can handicap uh, an over under on hot dogs too. At least you can try. Yeah. <laughs> How about tonight? The match: uh-huh. uh, Mickelson, DeChambeau, Fired Rod- up for this. Yeah, Rodgers and good. Brady. Can't wait to watch it. It's five o'clock Eastern time, Johnny. But uh, has this been pretty popular as well, or how are people betting it? Are, are, they, are they taking the dog or staying away? Uh, this is going to be fun, guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to this myself. Uh, it's in Montana, you know, just beautiful surroundings. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they're taking the dog. Uh, that doesn't surprise me uh, because, you know, Brady's very popular with everyone around the country, all betters around the country, and, uh, you know, even though he's not as good as Rodgers on paper uh, and Mickelson's probably I wouldn't you know, when when I look at the pros, I wouldn't want to say that DeChambeau is a better player than Mickelson because head to head. Yeah, the Mickelson's very capable of beating DeChambeau. He's probably the best one of the best shot makers ever in the, yeah. to play golf. Um, but, you know, it's it, it comes down to the two quarterbacks and uh, you know, Rodgers is a like a three and a half. Handicap. I think Brady's around seven, eight. So, but they're betting Brady. He, Brady's done this before. He did not play well the first time he was out there. So I think he wants to redeem himself. So yeah, most of the bets and uh, a good portion of the handle is on the dog. I'm not going to count out Tom Brady even in golf. You know, when he, when he <laughs> yeah, str- not a good yeah, idea. When he struggled in the the previous match, he still hold a shot out from the fairway. He did. And apparently, he's been working on his game pretty hard to make a better uh, showing this time. I agree with Johnny's assessment. I don't think you can rate DeChambeau as a better player than Mickelson in this event. I like Phil's chances to play really well in this type of format. And I think, uh, Mitch, what you said is accurate, too, that DeChambeau might be a little bit too focused on putting on a show. He's just going to try to launch mammoth drives. Yep. And uh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, it's going to be an entertaining uh, match tonight. This, this course is at the Reserve at Moonlight Basin in Big Sky, Montana. It's listed, it's a Jack Nichols course. This is listed number three on Golf Week's best private courses in the state of Montana. If you've seen this course, what's number one and number two? No kidding. This course looks phenomenal, and that's one reason uh, to watch it tonight. Johnny, uh, what would you say the wagering handle's like for the match tonight? You, you expect a lot of the bets to show up today, I would guess. Yeah, uh, you know, up, up to this point, we... The Mickelson and Brady have most of the handle and most of the bets. Now, when I say most, they're probably, you know, 60, 60 to 65% on the handle and the bets. One thing that people in Nevada can play, or anybody can play in any state, is the free pools we put up. We have two free pools. Uh, they're both for 50 grand. One's for the, the entire match. One's for the, uh, the back nine. So I would encourage uh, anyone to log into DraftKings and play those free pools. It's free money. We put up the money. All you have to do is sign up, and uh, we do this on everything. Every day, there's probably anywhere from eight to ten free pools up. But these are both fifty grand. So how do we do that then? Just go on the app, search the uh, the match, and then something like this is going to pop up. Yeah, no, it'll be under pools. Under pools, yeah. okay. Yep. All right. It's a free pool, free shot. Take your free shot. I'm going to have to check that out after the show. Yeah. Sure. 
Johnny, you took down the Aaron Rodgers prop uh, for which team will Aaron Rodgers take his next regular season snap. You put that up on May 3rd and had the Packers as favorites minus 125. And uh, you told me that you took that down. You didn't want to be vulnerable to uh, maybe uh, a last-minute play or some inside information, right? Yeah, I don't want to be vulnerable to him playing in Green Bay because yeah. I think that's where he's going to be, Matt. Uh, right. You know, if he was going to move, I think he would have moved by now. The season's getting ready to start here. At least, you know, the preseason's getting ready to start here very soon. So where do you think he ends up? He says Green, Green Bay. Bay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think it's going to be, yeah. All right. There's no way that the team would, like, be open to trading him at all? You know, I, I don't know what's in, in the mind of the team. But at this point, I think they keep him another, see, another year uh, with him. They're very capable of... Uh, doing damage without him, they have no chance. So I think they'll keep him another year, and then maybe he, maybe in the offseason next year they move him. So what do you think? If if he would, like at this point, either retire, whatever, uh, somehow they do change their mind and they trade him to Denver, whatever the case might be, with Jordan Love as the quarterback, how would you adjust that win total then? We kicked this around earlier today. I mean, are they a five- or a six-win team? That's it. They're about to see. That's what I think. Six win team. I mean, there's still great personnel on there, and uh, you know they're, they're capable of winning games within the division. But uh, yeah, I don't see them anywhere near the, the, a playoff team as they are at this point. Yeah. Would you put the win total at six and a half? Uh, I would think that'd be the right place to put it. Right, six and a half. Thinking yeah. the Packers are going to be six and eleven or seven and ten. A six and a half or six over. Do okay. six, you know, six over thirty or forty somewhere in that area. Uh, be something to watch as we get into August. We'll see uh, July 27th, Mitch, I believe, is the date the Packers report to training camp. Aaron Rodgers is now officially a holdout. Uh, Johnny, the NBA Finals start tonight at DraftKings. You have Phoenix minus six, total of 218.5. How is tonight's game being bet, and how about the series price? Uh, they're betting Phoenix. Actually, um, when I say they're betting Phoenix, just slightly, uh, the on the you know on the point spread, it, they're getting bet pretty heavy though on the money line. That's where uh, most of the Phoenix money is. They just think they're gonna they, they don't have to cover the six. They're gonna win straight up. I mean, I I I think Giannis is out for at least a couple games. You know, he's he's uh, listed as doubtful tonight. I I think it's out. Uh, if he plays yeah. tonight, I'd be shocked. Uh, so I don't think you see him to game three, and that's why this series price is first of all higher. It's higher and it's been bet higher uh, than it would be if he started. I think it would only be about forty cents, forty fifty at the most. Mm-hmm. We're up to two bucks on it, so uh, I think that's a good indication of what the players think about him being in the starting lineup tonight. Yeah, I mean that's that seems probably pretty accurate. I mean, if I mean they they already said that he's doubtful. This is like yesterday early afternoon. Right. But again, I've been bad at guessing this. I thought Trey Young was going to play in one of the games late last week, and he never did. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any reason to bring him back for game one. Uh, bring him, you know, for after that playoff series they just got done with where they looked pretty good without him. If they win game one, they're in good shape. You don't bring him back to game three. If they lose the first two or they're one and one, maybe you bring him back for game three. That's the way this may play out. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, Johnny. Thanks for all the time today. We appreciate that. Have a good week. Thank you, guys. There you go. Johnny, I was unaware of that with the pools. On the DraftKings app? Free shots on oh. the DraftKings pools. Available in Nevada and other states where the sportsbook is not actually in yet. Okay, Mitch, I'm in. Wimbledon, 
the women's match you have some action on is underway now. It is. It is. Yeah. Yep. You have a futures ticket writing on this, correct? Yeah, and I believe uh, Gil, following us, has a guest on today. I heard him on a couple of weeks ago, Drew, and uh, he said, be on the lookout for this uh, Jabrewer, Anja Brewer in Wimbledon at like 50 to 1. I just happened to be listening. I looked, and I'm like, my God, she's 85 to 1 here in town. 85 to 1. I'm like, I have to bet that now. And so she's in action as we speak, and... A win here gets her in the semifinals. Anyway, good luck with your bets tonight. We're back tomorrow, 7 Eastern. We'll see you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free 